Blog Talk Radio. Oh, it's right. We we do have an entrance. We have an entrance? Nope. Okay. Hey, Let's Talk Trains is on the air today in Saginaw, Texas with your host, Skip Waters. Been a while. I don't know when the last time I've done a Let's Talk Train show. It might have been a year ago. And which is what I like to do is the annual 24 Hours of Saginaw Rail Watching event here in Saginaw, Texas. We're at the Saginaw Chamber of Commerce office, which is the depot here in town, if you're ever in this part of the country. The depot is actually an ex-SP depot that was moved here from Coffee, Texas. And uh, we get to use the main baggage area, which has been converted to a beautiful uh, boardroom uh, with a bar. And then the the ticket area is uh, our reception, which is the chamber's uh, front office. And then they have um, the other various rooms are used for actual offices here at the depot. Anyway, so welcome. Let's talk trains, friends. If you'd like to call in to the show, we have a different number here, although my computer just went bingo. So let's unbingo it here. The call-in number for the show today is area code 646-668-8094. If you'd like to call into the show today, uh, we'll, we'll put you on the air, and uh, you can ask questions or we can check in what's going on. You, it doesn't have to be about our train watching event, which we'll talk about, and we're going to interview different people. Uh, it could be about anything. You can talk about trains. You can talk about where you're at, what kind of rail planning you're doing, what kind of projects you're working on. We'd like to hear from you. We definitely have two hours we got to fill on the show. And we have a bunch of stragglers walking in that want to watch us do our, our program here. We so we are live on the radio with Let's Talk Trains. So what you do is you go you go to the blogtalkradio.com forward slash Let's Talk Trains. You can pull it up and hear it. Fly. Yeah, fly. We are literally live on our stream real quick, and then... All right, well, I'm going to talk to him first. Yeah, go ahead, and I'll, I'll go get it live on the stream. All right, see, sorry for the interruption, guys. Yeah, sorry. People don't, people don't respect the on-air, live on-air sign that's flashing above my head. Uh, yeah, it's on a live on-air sign is flashing right here. Can you see it? Okay. I'm live on the air, Sam. Sam wants to show me his watch. All right, let's talk trains. I don't know if you can see Sam's watch. It's a picture of some uh, cowboy. Wild Bill Hickok. Oh, Wild Bill Hickok. Okay. So. You can tell them if we're breathlessly waiting for the Heartland Flyer. That, that, is, that is true. Uh, the, the real excitement going on right now is the Heartland Flyer is on its way to pass the depot. And, um, with the Veterans Unit. With the Veterans Unit. It's the number nine. There's Mr. Liptech. Everybody's asking for the T-shirts, Mr. Liptech. Okay. Well, we'll start to tell people you're here. Um, I'm jumping over the page. We're waiting for the Heartland Flyer with the 90221. That's the uh, number on it? I don't know. It might be. One of the veterans, not the veterans, but one of the... Uh, 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 Anybody listening to this online, you know exactly what we're talking about. One of the... Um, um, one of several veterans you can Veteran units. Is on it. It's one of the uh, cabbage cars, baggage cars. I don't understand what, what the side talks about. So, 
So this is, this definitely is an unusual show. If you're listening, I can't tell if anybody's listening. Um, we appreciate you listening. Call in number is six four six 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 eight eight zero nine four. You ought to use that to talk. Call in. Oh, call in. Yeah. Okay, so I have a guest with me today, uh, an old friend, but I'm gonna let him introduce himself to you. What's your name? Where are you from? Uh, Jim Ogden from Fort Worth, Texas. I'm over here at beautiful Saginaw where it's 98 degrees in the shade and waiting for uh, the Heartland Flyer along with other fomites. We were having a little bit of discussion a few minutes ago. What does that anacronym mean? We all know these sorts of people who foam at the mouth. Oops, could that be the Heartland Flyer here off in the background? I don't know. How do we, how do we know? Somebody needs to run in and tell us. I think it's uh, we better go out and look yeah, at Yeah, we better go out and look at the Heartland all right, so we're guys. We're gonna. This show is gonna be a walking Roman talking show. We're gonna go out and see if this is the Heartland Flyer coming right now to 24 Hours of Saginaw. You'll at least get to hear the, the train action in the background. <laughs> is that the Heartland Flyer coming down? No. Just a train. Oh, it's a regular train. Here we go. Another train passing the Saginaw Depot, BNSF uh, 5386, followed by. No Fork Southern 9618. It's like a whole train. Here those trains impact that diamond. We have three three diamonds here at the Saginaw Interlocker. Go back inside where you can hear. There are three lines that cross here at the Saginaw Interlocker. Two BNSF, one UP. And I'll tell you what subs those are here in just a moment. Again, if you're listening, you'd like to call in 646-668-8094. Let's talk trains. The... uh, Saginaw Interlocker is the former site of uh, Tower 29, which controlled two crossings of the three busy rail lines that converge at this location, the BNSF Fort Worth Sub, BNSF Wichita Falls Sub, and UP's Duncan Sub. All right, now we're, now we're live on, on uh, um, our live feed. Since he brought that up, let's go ahead and tell you all about it. Have a seat. Mm. So if, if, you're, if you want to... Check into 20 Hours Saginaw and see what the action is. We have a live feed going on, which you can get to by going to. I don't know if I can tell you the whole Facebook page. Go, go. Facebook page All right, it's the easiest thing to do is to go to 24 Hours at Saginaw uh, Facebook page, facebook.com/slash 24 Hours at Saginaw. On there, you will scroll down until you find a link to how do you pronounce that? Texas. Texas, Texas Double X B N S F. Anyway, he's got a Twitch account going on. Anyway, click on that link, and then you can uh, 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 see us live here at Twenty Four Hours Saginaw. Now, you got me on live. What's what's showing now? Anything? Right now, you are being shown. I'm I'm the only one being shown. So so you're seeing Skip Waters live on Let's Talk Trains. Uh, uh, with it, but but we have a train going by. We'll get back out to the actual live train action just a second. But anyway, let's let's find out about this network at network error. Maybe maybe not. Network error on your end. On my end. Okay. My end is going good. Okay. All right. 
So, the gentleman bringing us a live feed, what's your name? Where are you from? Matthew Norton. I'm here from Saginaw. All right. So, we got a local guy here from Saginaw. Went to Saginaw High? Yes, I know. All right, so he's he, graduating this year. Birthday was yesterday. When we say local, he lives in town. And he's less than a mile away from the depot. He gets to see these trains all the time. Anyway, he he approached us and he says, "Hey, man, I know how to do this live business." He said, "Well, come on, let's make it happen." And he is making it happen. So tell us tell us how you know how to do this. Um, I have been doing this since probably a good two years now. Um, been trying to get affiliated with Twitch so I could start making a profit off of it. Um, it's kind of a hard deal to do that because you have to have a certain amount of viewers a day in order to do it. Um, chatters also in a chat box. Um, we have a chat box in the stream, which I can pull up real easily. Um, it's, it's easy business once you get to know how to do it. Good. <laughs> okay. I'm going to watch the chat room here in Block Talk Radio. I don't know if it will come open. So, um, okay, so uh, what? why do you like trains? I love. I've been. I've been loving trains since I was probably three. Um, my father passed away in 2013. He he was the one that got me into it. Um, he came out here with me 2013 and 12, and he was the one that introduced me to 20 Bars Cycle. He was looking on Facebook one day, and next thing you know, he saw the event, and we came out here, and now we're regulars. Yeah, that's great. Regulars, see. You two come out here if you're in the North Texas area. We're out here in uh, Saginaw, which is north of Fort Worth, or north of Fort Worth off of 820. Just go north on Main Street until you see the depot on your right. Right now, there's a bunch of cars and a bunch of people. We actually had a gentleman pull up in his pickup truck and says, What's going on here? Why is all these people in this here parking lot? And I said, Sir, we're here watching trains. Really? That sounds fantastic. I'm going to come back. He had to go to an appointment. And you can, too. So. Yeah. Over the night, we have been uh, having truckers come by. Uh, they come over, they come across the track, so just get some food, and they, they stop and they said, what's going on? We tell them, and they're like, yeah, it sounds nice. Yeah, it's, uh, Saginaw is a small community, um, and um, the parking lot out in front of the chamber is not usually full of cars, so this is an unusual uh, occurrence here, and our event is unusual. I mean, who in the world goes and watches trains for 24 hours straight? We do, and we have uh, over 75 people signed in. We probably have 100 people that's been on the property because not everybody signs in. And um, we're watching trains and having programs. We just had Mr. Roland Brennenberg, uh, XSP, XBNSF um, Heritage, and uh, he told us of his days and and uh, experiences on the Southern Pacific here in the Texas area. He also spent some time in uh, East St. Louis. And um, and then also he, he went on to be a vice president, I believe, uh, at the BNSF Railroad and told us his stories there, which was which is a m- wonderful presentation. He actually went on for a good hour and a half. Anyway, back to this young man. Um, another thing about me is I live right next to the corporate headquarters. And um, it's BNSF corporate headquarters. It's, it's nice being right next to them. Um, we do get perks of going to events there. Because we do live right next to them in the community that my my community was formed because of BNSF. Um, BNSF was there before our e our fam like our actually. When you say community, you mean our, the the housing, the housing district you live in? Yeah. Yes, uh, we were there before. I mean, after BNSF was put in, and I was our house was one of the first houses built. 
Uh, my family did not work for the railroad at all. Uh, none of my family. Oh, no, wait a minute. This says, I don't know if we're on. It says oh, waiting, yeah? waiting for a host. Oh, we're waiting for a host. Well, I thought it says waiting for a host. Oh. I don't know if we've been on. You probably haven't. Waiting for a host. You're probably not. Already called in. Huh. Yeah, I would test it real quick. There's one man I know very well. You want me to take a look one quick? Yeah. Okay, what's going on? It says it says we we're reconnected. I don't know what's going on. Guys, we're trying to find out uh, if our show is working. It says waiting for host. Right now and check for you. I can do that. I'm checking. Well, he's checking. How do I call in? Uh, you call six four six 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 eight. Eight zero nine four. Test test test. I don't know. I don't. That in and see what happens. I don't know. I hear something. That's a freight train. Go straight to voicemail. Yep. Mm. Mm. Um. Well, all right. Well, I don't think I'll I. Check to make sure this is in the hardware. Yeah. Well, shoot. If it is, I mean. Does that sound like it? I don't know. We're going to go check. Yeah. yeah, we don't want to miss it. Where's this cord coming from? Oh. It's not hard, man. That's a freighter. Are you running this cord? Yes, that is my cord. Oh, all right. I can move it if I need to. I'd rather be running out of the door in the front. Try to sit over there? Yeah. Okay, I can do that here in a minute. Okay. We'll do that. And then where did that cord come from? Is that the cord belongs to the chamber? Did you get that cord right there? That's your cord. I don't know if this is so waiting for um, It's called in. So, um... So, well, uh, we don't know if we're live or not. Come on in. We don't know if you're, we're live or not on Let's Talk Trains. It doesn't seem to be uh, working. Welcome, guys. Uh, all right. We are we are trying to be on a live radio show, but it's not working. We don't yeah. think it's working. Hmm. I don't know what to do here. Uh, no callers. I guess I guess it's not going to work. I mean. If you want to, we can use it off mine. No, that's not the problem. I don't think the account is working. I mean, it says working, but it's not working. Uh, you know, I don't know what's going on with Let's Talk Trains. I've been trying to... Uh, I've been trying to... Um, yeah, and they, they, they don't seem to... Uh, They don't seem to, uh, I don't know. 
Oh, so you're trying to get into me? Um, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. But the Watch Talk trains people. I don't know. They they control the. Uh, oh, so it's a, it's another group that's controlling it. Yeah. Okay. No, I understand. And I don't know. If there you go. On air. Oh, we're on air now. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Okay. So I don't know if anybody's been hanging on, but we're on air now. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. All right. So, um, again, your host, Skip Waters, we've we've stalled 20 minutes of our two-hour show trying to, to get on the, on, the, on, the, on, the, on the air, and I guess we're on the air, and this is, what's that, Lyft? What's that, Heartland Fly? It's going to be getting into Fort Worth around 12.42, so Okay, next 15 minutes. All right. All right, we're going to try to start again because we don't, we're not sure if the show is uh, uh, going. Again, we were talking about a live feed here at 24 Hours Second. First of all, we're at the 13th Annual 24 Hours Second on 2018. <laughs> North Texas Chapter National Railway Historical Society hosts a rail watching event for 24 hours over the Memorial Day weekend starting Friday at 7 p.m. 24 hours till, till Saturday, 7 p.m. We are midway through our uh, event. We've recorded 38 trains, I think it was, last count, and the two went by, so we're probably at 40 now. We have 40 trains that's been come by the interlocker, which is great. Last year we had a total of 67 trains, so we could very well beat that. Our record is 75 trains to pass by. Anyway, while we're here watching uh, trains go by, we obviously film them, take photographs, and we have programs that are put on. And uh, a unique feature this year is we have a live feed. And if you'd like to join us and watch the live feed, right now, though, you, you get to see the radio program going on. Uh, uh, yeah, here, in about, uh, four, here in about 13 minutes, I will go outside and get the Heartland Fly for y'all. So about 13, 20, 12 minutes, I will get that camera set up. So. Yeah, so about 12.30, we're going to hightail it out outside. Yeah, I, have a different, I have a different camera. All right, we're waiting for the Heartland Flyer to pass the interlocker. We don't want to miss it. So if you're just now catching the show, the call-in number is 646-668-8094, 646-668-8094. So, um, and uh, what was your name again? Where are you from? Uh, Matthew Norton, and I am from Saginaw, Texas. That's right. And Matthew here is a young man. He's going to graduate high school this year. He's providing the live feed for us here. So there you go, another millennial. It's on the ball. Are you a millennial or, or yet, uh, yes, or are you yes. something else? You're still a millennial? Okay. Yes. When did the millennials stop being called millennials? Uh, 2001, I believe. 2001? Or was it 2000? Let's find out. Let's find out. Born after. They were born after 95. They're no longer a millennial? They're no longer a millennial. They're a Generation Y. I was born in no, no, no. We've already had Generation Y. It was Generation X. Then millennials. Then Generation Oh, y. see, I always thought it was Boomer. And then there's Tweener, which is tween, <laughs> tween, Boomer, and Next. And Next went to Y. And then and then the millennials. <laughs> yeah, and then I don't know what the what it is. But even then, the millennials are like, well, so many of us grew up with so many different technological advances. Yeah. You're you're now supersonic. Has it ended yet? No. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we're on millennials. All right, we're getting back on track. 
We're going to talk about trains because the show is called Let's Talk Trains. And um, we, we, I was going to tell you about where we're at. The, the location uh, is, um, first of all, we're, we're in an old uh, Cossie Depot, which is the Houston, Texas Central Depot from Cossie, Texas, which was relocated up here in 2000. Originally, it came to be a part of a bank. And then um, after that, the bank uh, the bank's one that renovated it into a nice ballroom and uh, office complex. Then the depot was moved uh, to Saginaw in 2000. It served as the uh, office for the, the Chamber uh, of Commerce. And we have three active lines that run here at Saginaw Interlocker, the former side of Tower 29, which is controlled by two crossings, three busy rail lines, BNSF Fort Worth Sub, BNSF Wichita Falls Sub, and the Fort Worth Sub. Uh, the Fort Worth Sub extends from Gainesville, Texas, to Temple, which is what the Heartland Flyers are going to be on. It acts as a, a funnel for traffic from the Midwest and the plains to the Gulf Coast and Mexico. This line sees the numerous trains throughout the, the, the day. The daily average is about 20 to 30 trains, which in, include grain and coal trains, manifest freights, and even road railers, to name a few. Amtrak Heartless Fire runs over the Fort Worth sub during its journey from Oklahoma City to, to Fort Worth every day. The line is dispatched using CTC. Uh, from BNSF's Network Operations Center in Fort Worth. Then we have the Wichita Falls sub. Then we have the UP Duncan sub. Uh, but I heard a whistle. Would that be the Heartland Flyer? Do we need to go out and check that out? Maybe. Are we still early? That might be it. We don't know. All right. We're going to go see. See if the Heartland Flyer is coming. Going to pass the depot. Is that the Heartland Flyer? Is that what sounded off? I didn't hear it. Didn't hear it. Okay, we thought we heard it. Did I miss it? No, no, no. It hasn't come yet. Yeah, I, I mean uh, the sound. Oh, all right. All right. Oh yeah. He has a more keen eye for the Heartland Flyer. Speaking of, while we're out here, we're, we're live here. Let's talk trains. What's your name again? Where are you from? Matthew from Irving. Matthew Liptick from Irving. Matthew is the engineer or the designer. And the all-around behind our official T-shirt, which is the 13th Annual 24-hour Second Off T-shirt. He set it up for us. You still can order a T-shirt for the event. If you just want a souvenir, you go to our Facebook page. You scroll down the, the timeline, and you'll see a link. You can also order a, a golf towel. If you ordered your shirt by the 18th, they're being delivered here today by Matthew. And, and we'll start to tell people about it. And Matthew runs a, 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 a rail channel. Tell us about your rail production. Oh, it's Trinity Rail Productions on YouTube. Trinity Rail Productions on YouTube. Lots of fine videos. Y'all need to go check that out. Okay. Yes. Mr. Cruz? Yes, sir. Full name, where are you from? My name is John Cruz. I currently reside in Benbrook, Texas, down in southwest Fort Worth. And I'm just out here to watch some trains today. You came to Saginaw to watch trains. You know what time it is? It's time to watch some trains. That's our moniker around here. All right. So did you just get here today or were you here earlier? No, I got here just about 30 minutes ago. 30 minutes ago. Yeah. Have you seen any trains? As a matter of fact, yeah, we've seen quite a few come through just in 30 minutes. Yeah, I think I think our train count may have hit 40. I need to go figure that out, which is a lot for this time. I mean, sometimes we only record 30 or 40 trains, and uh, 40 at uh, 12 o'clock, we got another seven hours to go. It's fantastic. Absolutely. All right. So uh, what's the latest train thing you've been doing? Anything? Well, uh, I've kind of been getting back into model trains. Model trains? Yeah, my club's 
going to be redoing our N-scale layout. So. N-scale? Yes, okay. sir. So I've kind of been getting stuff ready for that. Good, good. All right. Oh, I, as a matter of fact, just the other day I checked out, uh, did my own little personal survey of the Texrail line. How is how's it looking? It's looking pretty good. I'm, it's a lot of intricate track work up there in Grapevine, how they're going to have the separation of Vintage Railroad and the commuter line. When, when's that line going to open? It's supposed to be open sometime later this year. This year. Now, we're talking about the, the old Cotton Belt line. It runs from uh, up near Grapevine or the airport, north of DFW Airport, all the way into downtown Fort Worth. Is that right? That is correct. It, it, uh, what's confusing is, does it share the Grapevine Ventures Railway line, or it built its own line? So, in some places, it's going to utilize exactly the same rail line. Okay. But then places like where the Choctaw sub crosses over the Fort Worth and Western down in Hearst, it's going to have a flyover specifically for Texrail, but the diamond is still going to be there for freight and grapevine vintage. This is so we can have a seamless uh, route without any uh, delays. You hit one of those diamonds, UP likes to park your train. <laughs> like it's, it's a train through. Speaking of trains, we got a train coming through the interlocker right now. Uh, BNSF 9171 and a, Can- a Canadian Pacific 9654 pulling a mixed train, a lot of hoppers at the front front end. So uh, Texrail, uh, Fort Worth's going to have its own straight shot from downtown to the airport. And then uh, and what kind of uh, motor power is it going to have? It's going to be utilizing uh, Swiss made cars and I think they were saying like 75 or 80 percent of it's actually been manufactured here in the U.S. But are they DMUs or electric or or what? They're DMUs. Okay. They're going to have one central power unit with two cab cars and two coach types but it's all like semi-permanently connected. That train's now honking for the crossing. They want to get through. All right. Thank you, Mr. Cruz. We appreciate that update. Anything else you want to contribute to our program? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. Everybody have a fun and safe Memorial Day weekend. All right. Again, what time is it? It's time to watch some trains. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you, Mr. Cruz. Let me go in. Okay. All right. Hey, how are you? Oh, y'all are back. Hey, Sam, Sam, how, Sam, all right, Sam, Sam, we're live on Let's Talk Trains. I want to introduce you to our community. Sam, do you like coming to watch trains here at Saginaw? Yep. All right. We're glad to have you last night helping out with the trivia game. You, you ready to play again today, later on? Yep. All right. And uh, I see you, you won a hat there. Can you tell me about your hat? Yep. Was it the uh, Blackwoods? Was yep. it Blackwoods? Blackwoods? Yep. Blackwoods Railroad. All right. All right. All right, Sam. We appreciate you being here, okay? Okay. All right. Good deal. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Let me see if anybody's trying to call in. Just have a out. I don't know. We're about to find out. I got uh, a freelance winging it. Uh, walk around, talk. That's why. I Oh, I do have a caller. Here comes somebody. We'll bring him in right now. Sorry for the wait. Hey, you're live on Let's Talk Trains. Who are you? Where are you from? Hey, Skip. 
Skip Gensler from Santa Ana, California, here in Saginaw. Chris Gensler, the Million Owl uh, marker guy. I'm so glad you called in, Chris. Chris, the first 15 yeah. minutes or 20 minutes, I, I don't know if I was on the air or not. I, I, I my, my computer wouldn't confirm it, but then we finally got going. Yeah. And we well, have a different call in number. And, yeah. Yeah, good. But I, I finally All got right, to so, you, so. So, uh, tell me enjoy- about your, uh, is this your first time here at 24 Hours Saginaw? Go ahead. Yes, it is. I enjoyed my time last night showing my programs. And uh, we're just waiting for the Heartland Flyer to show up. We have a headlight, guys. Headlight. All right, here comes Amtrak right now by us. I can okay, see it. Okay, go. Heartland Flyer is about to pass. Heartland Flyer. All right, time. you know what, Chris? Got, you can stay on the line, but I'm going to come out here also to see the Heartland Flyer okay. go by. You got it. He just hit his high. All right, so is that the Heartland Flyer? Right here it comes. All right, you, audience, please enjoy our, our Heartland Flyer in the background. I'll try to give you play-by-play. Chris, you can jump in. Here it is. Yep, they got the veterans unit, cabbage unit on the front. Go to the live stream off the Facebook page if you want to see it pass by. We're, we're live right now. Getting a shave and a haircut right now. They even cleaned up the engine, the front of it for us. It's just really laid on thick. Giving us lots of whistles. All right. That's a salute to our veterans, uh, cabbage unit. Nine zero two two one. On the other side, leading it into Fort Worth. Put by the power unit, uh, Amtrak A one six. Three cars on the Heartland Flyer today. Everybody loved that. You got a clip? Oh, you already did a video, real quick. All right, that's great. You had to grab that that fast, huh? Yeah, I just got it from the stream and just done. Wow. So Matt. Um, uh, I have to tell you from the inside. All right, uh, uh, Chris, we're back with you, but I'm, I'm going to do a shout-out on the, the call-in phone number. We have other people that want to call in. Let me get it out there because it's not the same number that was posted or uh, listed. Hold on. Yeah, the age of 16 is smoking it up as he accelerates, so he looks like an honorary steam engine is. today. So if you're listening to the program and you'd like to call in after we talk with Chris, the number is 646-668-8094. That's 646-668-8094. All right, back to you, Chris. Yeah. So you saw the Harlem Flyer go by, huh? Yes, I did, and we went over to uh, downtown Carolyn this morning. Carolyn, I mean, the Garland and whatever it is, Northwestern, and then we shot there and the then we got on the light rail over the, the stop that connects with the airport line, and I rode the airport line for the first time this morning. Really a nice little line for people. Good, So good, we got good. a UP train you- coming now. 
can see him All down right. there. Oh, I love the UP train. Yeah, the UP train uh, goes right by the depot. That's the closest track. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, that's on the faraway track. I see it. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, so everything's going good. 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 No well, compl- Chris, you're going to no uh, be putting on a program later on today if anybody's in the area wants to see Chris and meet him. Uh, I have you listed. Actually, it's the last last program. You're closing it out at 6 o'clock. You're going to be yeah. here? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be oh, here. Good. 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 All right, Chris, thank you very much. We're glad to have you here at 24 Hours Saginaw. So thanks, Skip. You continue to have a great show, okay? Bye-bye. Wait a minute. Wait. You haven't told us how many miles, how many miles are you at now? One million five hundred and twenty-eight thousand and change, because I haven't figured it good, out yet. Good, good, yes. yeah. oh, Okay. All right. So talk. All talk right. to you later, Skip. Talk to you bye later. Bye. All right, bye. All right. Are you gonna call in? Not really. No, not, no, no, no feedback. I'll walk outside. You can talk to me. Uh, uh. This is this is a casual program. I don't even have intros, outros, commercials, or nothing. I just kind of uh, hope I'm not in trouble. I kind of pirated the the channel today to to put on the show. And uh, I've been doing this every year since uh, 2008. And uh, I just wanted to keep keep the tradition going. There's UP. All right, UP is coming right by the track. We love when the UP trains come by. This looks like a rock train um, or an empty rock train uh, because that's the line that's closest to the depot. I mean, it's so close, it's almost illegal, but it's, it's definitely far away. It's where a, a total safe distance, at least uh, 50 yards from the track. But when you're standing up high and you're looking right at it, it feels like you're right on top of it. So I have to... Um, Cue you in on the laptop, and then I can walk away. So I can't. I, if I'm away and you call in, I can't bring you on the show unless I bring you on your show through the uh, the, the switchboard. On your way, you get some paper towels. All right, we need some paper towels. So, so we have a, a a lineage of volunteers here that helps us put it on. And our good our good buddy Jerry Nunn, he's going to go run to the store for us. We need some toiletries. <laughs> So, yes, I need some lunch too. Here, I'll give you some lunch money. I, I, I want you to get a, a number three. Uh, uh, I think it's number three or a number six or I don't know. Fries and a drink. Yeah, a double double meat. Double meat fries and drink. Double meat fries. With cheese. Double meat with cheese fries and drink. It's okay. it's it's number three or six or five. I don't know which one. Uh, it is. What kind of drink you like? Coca Cola. The real thing. Real Coke. All right. Thank you. So the other interesting thing about our program today, well, first of all, a little bit about Let's Talk Trains. I, I, I honestly don't know uh, where it stands. We haven't had a we haven't had an active show in, in quite some time. The last show was in January. And uh, about the – remember the Amtrak wreck up in Washington State? We had a program about that. And then before that, it was way back in October. And then before that, I'm really not sure. So the 
the Let's Talk Trains team has gone through a, a big transition, but I haven't really been given the latest on where that transition is. And so I put on a 24-hour second off show last year, but it was only a 30-minute show because they were changing, I don't know. Again, they're in transition. Now it looks like we're back. They announced that the show is back in October, but there hasn't been very many shows. And uh, I kind of hope I don't get in trouble. I kind of pirated today's show, uh, as they say. <laughs> so we're putting on the annual 24 hours a second all uh, uh, program here. So, so that's what's going on with Let's Talk Trains, and that is the unofficial uh, hearsay uh, version of it, since I don't know the official version of it. But uh, your host here, Skip Waters, be glad to to chat it up with you for another hour and 21 minutes is what's left in our program. So we got to fill it. So back to the to the the interlocker. Tell you more about the lines. Wichita Falls Sub. This is the former Wichita uh, former Fort Worth and Denver main line from Texland to Houston, Texas. The BNSF main cold corridor for traffic out of the Powder River Basin and mines in Colorado to destinations in Texas and Louisiana. This line sees about 10 trains per day. Uh, across the interlocking, including coal trains, manifest freights, numerous yard industry jobs. North of Control Point 11, the line also sees numerous intermodal trains as well as a couple of additional uh, manifest freights. These trains diverge off the line at Control Point 11 to take the Trinity Connection to head north to Alliance Yard or south down to Fort Worth, sub to Saginaw. All right, let's see what else. Uh, the final player in our, our three-line crossing is the interlocker, I mean, at the interlocker, is UP's Duncan Sub. This is the former Rock Island main line from Harrington, Kansas to Houston, Texas. This is the main route for the grain traffic from central Oklahoma and Kansas to the Gulf of Mexico, to the Gulf Coast and Mexico. This line also sees many rock trains coming out of the quarries around Chico, Texas, and headed to destinations in Texas and Louisiana. All right, we've got some more guests. Welcome to 24 Second All. Hey, we love you, BNSF shirt. All right, Chris Gavin, he's a local caricature artist. Excellent. If you ever want a, a, a caricature made of you, you need to come see this gentleman here. I actually knew Chris uh, in the entertainment industry before I realized he was a real fan, and then we started showing up at train events together. I go, hey, I know you. Okay. Yes. Let's just let's let's give them a big shout out. The Texas Western Model Railroad Club in Fort Worth, Texas, who is actually a a a, a model railroad club that's attempting to recreate the scene with the focal point of Tower Fifty Five in HO scale, has just donated. All right, well, there we go. All right, I didn't know. I didn't know the artist was here. Uh, has donated four tickets to the Galveston Railroad Museum, that's correct, for train rides. Oh, the Galveston Railroad Museum has train rides? Okay. All right. Well, got to get to Galveston, Texas. Now, these are donated to the 24-hour Saginaw silent auction. That's the case. We have a silent auction here. If you're in the North Texas area, come on by and bid on these four tickets. Right now, they're going for is there a minimum. Yes. 
Have you placed a minimum? Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks for Ford to get in the museum and ride the train. Shoot, put me down. Oh, oh, okay. There's, you gotta, you gotta move on them. You gotta move on them. Gotta be there by June 11th. Oh, you got a week or two to figure it out. You know. So the next two weeks, you're heading to the lovely shores of Galveston. Come bid on some cheap tickets so you can ride the train. All right, there's our Louisiana lady. Come over here, Miss Louisiana lady. Uh-huh. Okay, that's it. I want you to come over here. Yeah. Yeah. We saw Heartland Flyer go by. It was fan- fantastic. Can you have a seat here? All right. Our show is kind of casual. We're winging it. All right. We are expecting a caller to come in, but right now I'd like to introduce you. So, so listen, uh, 24 hours Saginaw, we have a 24-hour event. We have programs running 24 hours, and our very first program is always Operation Lifesaver. And we were looking for a presenter this year. Our, our local Texas presenters were unavailable. So to the rescue came Roger West and Melinda West. Melinda, Melinda West. And I have Melinda here. And Melinda, I'll ask you a few things. For how long have you been an Operation Lifesaver presenter? Uh, eight years. Eight years. That's a long time. Yeah. So you've been doing this. What possessed you to become an Operation Lifesaver presenter? Uh, my husband was lazy, and he said, you do it first, and then I'll do it. <laughs> so he's the one that wanted to do it, but he pushed you out there first. Right. And I went to the traditional, uh, the, the 40-hour one, whereas he went to a condensed version of his. And his his certificate is more modern. Mine's a little bit older, so, but. So you come with the experience, and he comes with the show, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And how long, um, uh, as a presenter, how many present, presentations do you do a year or a month or a week? Um, I'm kind of like in a slump right now. Uh, in Louisiana, they use a lot of the railroad employees are also Operation Lifesaver presenters. And so they usually get to present presentations first whenever they're offered up because my husband and I work full time. We're civilians. Right. So they, the railroad guys tend to have a little bit more pull on getting the presentations. Yeah, but that's only when they're off work. When they're working, they can't do it, you know. So. But they usually grab those first. The, they it. they got them first, so we're kind of low on the total pole, but we help out when we can. As a presenter, is there a minimum amount of presentations you must do, or, or just once you get your certificate, you just do as many as you can? There are requirements. That's what I'm saying. I'm kind of like in a not an official capacity, but I'm still a presenter, still gone through the training. I'm just in a lull. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, that's okay. You can lull it. Um, all right. Uh, anything else you want to tell us about Operation Lifesaver? I got a call coming in. I don't want to. Well, the most important thing about it is that most rail accidents are preventable. They are preventable, and a lot education starts young. And if we keep hitting everybody from kindergarten all the way up to driver's ed and explain to them that those tracks have processed, then the uh, amount of rail incidents will go down it will happen but it takes everybody saying hey you you shouldn't be doing that and and reminding folks hey the tracks tracks are first they have priority i agree with you you know what i find amazing in our society uh, that we still have car 
I, this is probably dumb, but why does a train hit a car? Or even worse, why does a car hit a train, you know? And it's the same way uh, a lot of it has uh, to do with the fact that we don't pay attention when we're driving. We know I, I have originally picked up a Jeep that's a standard. You know what? I have to drive that. Whereas an automatic, I, I tend to, but with a standard, I'm driving it. I'm having to listen and stuff like that. You have to pay more attention when you're shifting gears. Attention. But nobody shifts gears anymore. You must be driving a Model A or something. No, I have a really nice 88 Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I, back back to my, my observation, I, I, I'm, I'm stating the obvious and I'm preaching to the choir, but, you know, when a car pulls up to a crossing and they stop and they hear a train coming, I don't know about you, but I, instead of getting hit by the train, I'd rather ram the guy in front of me or ram the guy behind me to get out of the way. Why do people just stand there frozen? I mean, is there any statistics behind that? Um, no. Yeah. It's, 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 you know, everybody reacts to fight, flight or fight. You know, the the key thing is not for people to be educated enough to put, not to put themselves in position. Occasionally, trucks get caught on the tracks. But if a driver's alert, whether it's a bus driver or 18-wheeler, and those are populations Operation Lifesaver talks to also, is, hey, be aware of your surroundings. You know, don't put yourself in a position where you have to get hit because there's no way that train is going to swerve and go, oh, I can't, no. They're 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 diving. They're doing whatever they can not to hit you, and it hurts them more because they have years to recover. Right. Whereas you you may not. All right, listen. I got a caller. I've been on hold now for three minutes. Let me get with him, and then if you're still around, I'd like to come back to you because I think I think Operation Lifesaver is an important topic about it. All right. So let's find out who's there on the on the line. Uh, let's see here. All right. Uh, welcome to Let's Talk Trains. What's your name? Where are you from? Hello. Hello, Barry. You're on Let's Talk Trains. Oh, Barry. Hey, Barry. Are you here hey, for Friday yeah. second all? Sure am. Mountain. All right. Well, what, what, uh, what's I your? Just uh, you uh, I just heard you talking uh, about Operation Lifesaver. If you if you need to if you need to. Uh, opposed to that, that's perfectly fine with me, and I can listen in for a while longer because that's, that's kind of important. Um, okay. I, I would love to get back to the Operation Lifesaver, and you don't mind staying on hold uh, for a minute? No, I don't, I don't mind. That, that's right, more important than, than my conversation. Oh, I'll Barry, you're important, too. Okay, we'll be right back. No, no, no. no I'm, I'm saying that the Operation Lifesaver, that's a message that needs to get out. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, we're gonna we're gonna do that. I'm gonna put you on mute, and okay, you're on mute, Barry, but you're still you're still in queue. All right, back to Operation Lifesaver. So Barry thought that this is a more important topic, and I agree with him. So, all right. So you were mentioning how you know I, I understand trucks get stuck. Low boys try to make a, a grade, they get stuck. They have to bail. Hopefully they can call the railroad. Hopefully they can catch it. But we've seen a lot of YouTube videos where they don't catch it. Well, I don't understand cars. I mean, I'm, I'm repeating myself. Yeah. But I don't understand how people can't respect the rail lines. Where where are we missing the boat in teaching our youth or our driving class to respect a rail line like they respect a red light, like they respect a passing freeway or a pedestrian crossing? This is my personal 
opinion. It has nothing whatsoever to do with Operation Lifesaver. My personal opinion is, is if we started finding them for the the at the very beginning, let them know. Listen, there is a five thousand dollar fine when you go around those gates. Somebody catches you, yours is a five thousand dollar fine. If people know there are severe repercussions, and this is my opinion, if you know if there's more railroad police or local police who are not afraid to step in and say, hey, wait a minute, and it starts going around, listen, they're stopping people for for fines and stuff like that. I personally think not. I, that's not operational. I think that would would help. You know, there's that uh, officer on a train program. Is that what it's called? And and do you know how that program works? Can you tell us about that? Uh, they station. They have uh, more than one unit, and one guy, one officer is on the train. He's got a walkie-talkie. Says, hey, this guy did something stupid. The other guy, another unit picks him up. There may be four or five units working along the rail line, especially one that has had lots of close calls and they want to wake people up. Then they will have that and they will have more than one unit working that so that it does bring more awareness. Do, do, uh, do, do, uh, do they get a ticket or do they get a warning or what happens to them when they get caught? It depends on local. Local, local laws, laws yeah. and jurisdictions. You know, sometimes we see the news come out with a program. They're riding along in the cab, and we see the officer with his walkie-talkie, and you know, and then we see the close call, and then I guess a little motorbike goes and catches him or something. Yeah. Well, you know, I wish we could see more of that. I, I guess you know, with uh, cameras as prevalent as they are nowadays, you would think uh, cameras could, you know, like the red light cameras. Why not railroad crossing cameras? That would be awesome, but the same problem that's having with railroad crossing uh, cameras probably is going to happen that they're having with uh, they're fighting the traffic cams. You know, a lot of people are fighting those traffic cams saying, oh, wait a minute, you're violating my rights and stuff like that. So I'm pretty sure if that one came up that that would be the basis of, yeah, I think the cameras in the cabs are fantastic. Number one, it protects the crew, and it protects the public saying, you know, I mean, it's kind of hard for a train to veer off and say, yeah, he hit me on purpose. Yeah, that, that's, that's the part that drives me crazy in the paper or in the news. Well, the train should have turned or the train should have saw me. And I'm like, where, 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 you know, where, what planet are you from? Because it's not the planet Earth, but uh, that's my opinion. All right, so, you know, I've seen interesting railroad crossings, I guess, in Europe or Russia where when the gates go down, the road pops up. What do you know about that? Oh, I've seen those. That's awesome, man. I Think see. about it. Just wham. You know, what? Talk about, hey, man, you're not crossing. Boom. Slam right into the crossing, and then your car's messed up. No, 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 no they're going to cry about that. Who's at fault at that? It's You're at fault. You ran the crossing. <laughs> it's got a little common sense there. I mean, it's fun to watch, but, you know, when it comes to practicalities, I mean, they have those the those kind of, Barriers at uh, Air Force bases and Army bases and stuff like that. The cost to put those up, and when when you, when you have a municipality that may have fifty gazillion uh, crossings and are putting those gates up, you know that could get expensive. Yeah, it's be cost prohibitive actually. Yeah, Small but it's fun. <laughs> yeah, it's fun to watch on YouTube. Well, you know that brings us back to Operation Lifesaver. If you can't afford to put you know a two million dollar crossing in, what's the next best thing? Have a, a nice volunteer crew like Operation Lifesaver. Try to ed- educate the population. So, speaking of that goal, how does Operation Lifesaver? How do you target your audiences? How do you who who do you who do you try to reach out to to put the message out there? 
I know in Louisiana it's part of the driver's education program that they have to have a presentation by a licensed presenter in their driver's ed. So a lot of the driver's ed instructors have also gotten uh, their uh, uh, credentials through Operation Lifesaver, so they don't have to ask somebody else. They can just kind of roll in. You know, that kind of makes perfect sense. The time to learn it is when you're getting your license, you know. But, you know, there's a discussion in Fort Worth. They're installing a bunch of roundabouts, and the opinion is, oh, people don't yield. People don't know how to use a roundabout. We don't, we don't have a lot of them, but we're starting to get a lot. The city of Frisco has a lot. But I guess do people just forget the laws as they get older or something or forget how to drive? I don't understand. I don't know, but it's when I grew up, you know, it was something I kept a secret from Roger. You know, I married a rail fan, but I kept it a secret that we always were told, do not go on the tracks. We could be near the tracks because we would stop and watch trains, you know, back in the day, and it was okay. And But my parents were very adamant, and I have a fear of electricity. And my mom said, you know, those tracks are electric. And I'm like, okay, I'm back 20 gazillion feet, you know, and looking at trains. So maybe it starts with parenting and smart rail fanners, I, there's so many out here with their families, and it is so awesome to see them saying, hey, wait a minute, step back, here's the line. And so maybe in our communities, we teach our grandkids. Our grandkids grow up, comes a habit that we, everywhere we go, we say, hey, come back. Those things, those, those things can help you. And yeah. I know I love giving presentations to kindergartens because they love trains, and there's no way. And if you start that seed there, and then bam it into them when they get to be teenagers, you know, and if you explain to them in monetary, teenagers understand money a lot better than kindergartners. So I think it would be, you know, just keep hitting at it. And Well, you covered a lot of topics in that one breath. Um, the safety line, what she's referring to is out here at 24 Hours Saginaw, we, we, we are very close to the railroad tracks. We're literally on top of the diamonds. It's, it's a wonderful location to watch trains. At the same time, there's no real barrier to keep you from walking out to the line. So so we established a safety line with some fluorescent flags, and she's commenting that it's neat to see the families are watching over everyone here. We're actually our brother's keeper in the sense that we want to keep everybody back off the, the line. Just because we're here to watch trains doesn't mean you get to go trespass on railroad property. The other thing you pointed out was uh, I forgot. Uh, what else? Oh, I know. Shoot. The education. Education. Uh, yeah. Well, that and um, something else. What about the education? Well, starting in kindergarten or up to. Oh no, the electric. The line's electric. There, there, there is. There are some lines that have a third rail that is live, and if you go touch it, you're going to fry. Isn't that right, Chris? I, yeah. think I saw those when I was on the East Coast. That's like oh, well, the, and that's where they're located. Oh, like the yeah, and you touch that, you, right. you will fry. There's been a few fried. And then, uh, but generally, most of them are not electric. Uh, uh, all right, well, this is fantastic. Um, anything else to contribute to this important topic? Trains are out there. Trains have the right of way. Be safe. And enjoy it. But remember that those trains have the right of way. And always expect to train. And I think there's a new slogan now, but the one I, I grew up with is always expect a train. All right. What well, The new slogan, was it C-Train, Think-Train? C-Train, Think-Train, and I think... C-Train, Think-Track. No, C-Track, Think-Track. C-Track, uh, and I think there's another one. Uh, it's always train time. Always train time. There you go. 
Well, around here, it's always time to watch trains. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm gonna. Uh, we are at the uh, uh, about at the top of the hour, or we finally got through our first hour of Let's Talk Trains. Again, I don't have any commercials. I don't have any intro outros. So, um, Sam, it's time for a commercial. Come do a commercial, Sam. Tell Barry, thank you. Uh, Barry, thank you. Put on hold right after the Sam commercial. I'm coming straight to you. A commercial. Yeah. Tell us about your trivia questions you're going to have. Well, how about a Sam, we have a, a locomotive. Uh, thank you. We have a locomotive. Um, uh, 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 the great locomotive chase. Or race, it's actually called race. We've been calling it chase. No, Trivia game. And Sam here didn't like the questions last year, so he wrote us up a whole new list of questions. Tell us what we're going to expect to see later today. All right, y'all. Um, you're going to be expecting 186 train questions. They are all in random order. Some are hard and some are easy. Most of them are off the top of my head. I want to give a special big thank you to Andrew Aguilar and my friend James. He does not have Facebook or Twitter, but James, if you're listening from, some, from somewhere, thank you so much for your help. I wish you could be here. Andrew, I miss you as well. The chase will be at what time, 2 o'clock? I think you're scheduled for 2 or 3 o'clock. Let's see. The chase is now at 3 o'clock, 3 o'clock. So if y'all can make it, uh, come on down. I encourage you. It's a lot of fun. Um, there are door prizes available um, if you win. It's really quite something. And if you know your history, you know the Great Looking Motors was a real event that actually happened in the 1800s, and there are two movies about it. There is the Buster Keaton film, The General, from 1927, and in the 1970s, Disney did a remake called The Great Looking Motors. Both are equally awesome, so check them out. All right, and then he, yeah, he's returned to the actual locomotive chase, The General and the... Uh... The Texas, or the Texas overcame the General. That's right. And I think the Yona was in on that uh, right. chase as well. And wasn't there a third locomotive? Um, the, yes, there was. It was called the Iota, I think. The Iota or the Sherman? No, no, it was not the Sherman. The Iota? Okay. I forget the name of it. Well, our, ours is very close. Actually, it's called the Great Locomotive Race because we have yeah. six locomotives, and we race from the Fort Worth Roundhouse and the first train by answering questions successfully. And and this time it's going to be his question, Sam's I'm, question. I'm also hosting. You'll reach the and he's hosting, and you'll reach the DMP depot, and then you'll win. Okay. Also, I have a message from BNSF. Okay, we have a message from BNSF via Sam. Yes, Sam. I am a member of the BNSF Citizens for Real Security Act. I encourage anyone out there who um, cares about train safety as much as I do to go online and join. Safety is not a joke. It's not something you laugh about. It is a very serious matter. Too many people get killed around train tracks each year. If you see something, say something. So sign up and join online. And for anybody who's listening from CSX, Norfolk Southern, Amtrak, Union Pacific, or, or any other railroad in the country, you need to have a safety program as well like this because rail fans see a lot more than you guys do. No offense, but we can see things because we're out here constantly watching trains. So join BSF Citizen for Rail Security and join Operation Lifesaver. Spread the word. See track, think trains. Woo, what a PA announcement that was. Uh, Sam, I don't know if you know this, but Amtrak has a program as well. It's not well published. They need to publish it more. Uh, well, it's it's more for the Northeast Corridor. Um, it doesn't matter where it is. It doesn't matter how many times a train passes through an area. Once a week, once a month, once a year. Spread the word of safety. All right. Well, you hear it. Uh, rail fans have more eyes on the tracks and train people do. Is that what you're saying? That's right. All right. 
that's true. Uh, a lot of railroads will have call-in numbers on railroad crossings. If you see a failed railroad crossing, I've, I've called them in myself. Um, and he's talking about the BNSF the citizens, citizens for rail security. Citizens for rail security. I, th- I thought they, they actually have a, a friends of BNSF group too. Oh yeah, I'm with that as well. Yeah, is that a separate group? Um, I think they work together. I could be wrong. Um, anyone listening from BNSF, don't quote me on it. But uh, friends of BNSF is a group of people that talk about BNSF, and they're all people who work for the citizens as well. No, I'm talking about there's a program via BNSF corporate that that that's it right that's, that has a friends group. Okay, all right, all right, Barry, we're coming to you. Clicking you on. Barry's been waiting. What? I got Barry on. What? Yeah. Folks, thanks for yeah, listening. Come on down. What time is it? It's time to watch some trains. Come on down to Saginaw. Great looking up, Chase. At three o'clock. I'll see you there. Okay, Sam had to get that last. And Barry, thanks for holding. You were holding almost 15 minutes. We got our Operation well, Lifesaver a... message in there. Hopefully it was good. Oh, yeah. So, that was, uh, that Barry, was... that was good. Go ahead. I'm here. Okay, so, Barry, tell us a little bit about you. Uh, uh, don't you work for the railroad? Can you tell us what you do and, and, and what your connection is with the trains? No, I, no, I don't work for the railroad. I'm I'm retired. Oh, you don't? You're retired? No. Okay, well, I thought you did. I was fooled because you take so many awesome photos. I thought you always had the inside track of where they were. Well, me and uh, several friends of mine, including one best friend of mine, 42 years, Jim Denight, uh he worked for the railroad, and I just I just got in good with, with everyone, and and... It's just a just a natural, but I'll, uh, I like shooting, I like shooting uh, engine shots, blaster shots, and uh, but I'm here with my two sons, uh, Barry, Barry Jr., Barry, Barry number two. Uh, he's uh, 18 this year. God help us. Wow, should be a man now. I first, I first. Uh, my first 24 hours in Saginaw was with him when he was about 10 years old, and uh, I kind of I brought him about. Did, usually, you, huh? I know I've seen you that? every every year since. I was just saying I've seen you every year since. That's all. Oh Go ahead. yeah, yeah. So so Barry uh, Junior's grown up with us, and. Uh, here in the last couple of years, I've brought my youngest son, Sammy, Samuel, um, and in case many of you don't know, Samuel is autistic, and um, he is uh, very intelligent, but he doesn't have very good social skills, um, but uh, he likes trains, as a lot of autistic children do. So here's last couple yeah, of years. Sure he does. Well, Barry, what's what's good to see is when you bring both your sons to Twenty Five Saginaw. I, I try to tell people this is a family event. I mean, it's it's a it's a it's an event where you, you bring kids and adults, and uh, it's fun, it's safe, it's friendly, and you know, uh, on a personal level, what I admire about what you're doing is that's exactly what I did with my father. I got into trains because my dad stuck one in my hand when I was, you know, crawling on fours, 
And then as I grew older and became a teenager, you know, instead of going hunting or to the football game or wherever, uh, we would go to train shows or we would go ride a train excursion together or we would go to some historical event. And uh, those are those are fond memories and good times I spent with my father. And, uh, and so it's, I'm so happy to see you when you bring your, your sons with you to uh, an event like this because memories are made yeah. and they'll appreciate it and cherish it for years to come. Yeah, my, my father did the same thing with me. My father was a World War II veteran, and he was a uh, – a firefighter in Houston. He was a district chief in the Houston Fire Department when he retired. But we grew up, or I grew up right next to uh, a busy terminal switching operation, the Houston Belt Terminal on the East Belt. Uh, if any people around from Houston, they'll, they'll know where that is. Um, but I grew up right at the corner of Lawndale and Collier and grew up there until 1971. I was born in 61. And so for the first 10 years of my life, it was Rock Island, Burlington, Santa Fe, Mop, Houston Belt Terminal, Alco, and, and uh, Alco S2 switchers, and uh, all kinds of neat stuff going by there. I watched, I watched, watched them pull drags out of South Yard and watched the brakemen run, run the tops of the cars all the way up. I have vivid memories of that. My dad would take me over just one block over and we'd go walk the tracks on either side and uh, so it stuck from there um, so that was awesome and and it continues yeah. to stick and you're passing it on and it's a good thing to pass on this, this hobby of ours so uh, another thing that Barry you contribute all the time like you said you you love to take roster shots and uh another event that we have here at 24 hour Saginaw uh after we stop the counting trains at 7 and I'm not sure if we're going to have it uh tonight or not but we have a slide auction and you are contributing to the slide auction because you have apparently a lot of excess slides I guess I assume from selling them or sharing them with your other uh Right, <laughs> an understatement, and um, that is uh, it's so fascinating to watch your 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 uh, slides go across the screen and the audience just pounce on them because you got so many good shots. So, what what is your fascination with photography and in, in these roster shots? Well, I like engine detail roster shots. Uh, I look at locomotives. Um, like a lot of guys look at muscle cars. Um, I can look at a locomotive and just appreciate every every square inch of it on a on an aesthetic level, not not really a railroad level, if that's if that makes sense. But uh, you know, the mm-hmm. aesthetics of certain models of diesel locomotives, uh, I just I uh, I like that, and uh, I've shot enough. I've shot enough crap shots in my life um, that uh, here over the years I've just gotten down to really going after the 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 prime what's called the prime roster you know sun behind your back uh, all the doors closed no pole shadows blah 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 um, mm-hmm. and uh, just come to collect those of the over the years. In fact, this morning I was up at uh, Justin 
shooting uh, some GE locomotives that were uh, testing on their test track. And uh, I was out uh, chopping weeds this morning uh, to get a nicer shot. That's just what I do. Uh, and my friend Jim Barry, and I, would, would I be... Uh, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, if, if we had the show tonight, we'd, we hopefully you'll participate. I, I'm not sure. We'll, we'll see. We have a core group that look forward to that particular program. But back to your fascination with your shots. So would I be accurate to say the, the same eyes that a, a car collector would have for, say, a, a well-done 57 Chevy are the same eyes you put on a SD45-2? Would that sound about right, or, or that, am I missing that, something? That is correct. That is correct, to a, to a T. Uh, I look a look at it that way. All right. And then uh, are you are you also – I also noticed you just said you went up to Justin and got some new shots. Are you also after the, the early shot or the latest shot or the fresh shot of the new power that's coming in or the new models that are being put out? Oh, always like that. Always like that because, you know, you don't have – you don't have dirty. You don't have dirty trucks. You don't have you know, grime and everything. I mean that's that's if if, if the sun's light. I mean, yeah, if the sun's right and everything, a uh, clean locomotive shot is highly desired. Um, good. But, good. Uh, you know, I was out here uh, filming some of my little teaser uh, videos for the for the event, and I saw uh, a southbound. Uh, manifest come through, and I noticed that an excess number of power on it, and then and then toward the end of that power line were four uh, very shiny black and white Norfolk Southern units. So when GEs took out these new came, units, do they pass through here? Yes, those just came out of uh, Justin. Those just came out of the planet Justin uh, a week ago. Wow. Well, that's when I saw them. Was was a week ago. Uh, it was on Monday, and um, well, I can tell you the, I was I like, tell you the I like how pretty those. <laughs> uh, well, well, then you saw the same one I saw. I I didn't record the numbers, but uh, I mean you can share it with our audience if you like. But I I was like, you know, there was dirty, 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 boom, shiny, 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 shiny black Norfolk Southern units, and I was like, well, wow, they must be delivering those, them, or they must just. Well, those those units that you saw, they're going. Norfolk Southern and BNSF and Canadian Pacific are going through a modernization uh, program on some of their old AC uh, AC 4400 CWs, which are DC traction locomotives. But the plant here in Justin is converting them to AC traction, and oh. Norfolk Southern Norfolk Southern is the one who has the most. Uh, that are going to go through the modernization program, and they're just they're really cranking them out. They're they're called AC44C6Ms. Again, they're they're converting them from DC traction to AC traction. Um, and and is that going to make it better or something, or last longer, or what's what's the purpose behind the the transition? To, to, to well longevity and to, and to uh, not. Well, to not toast them so quick. <laughs> oh, uh, the, so the DC motors tend to fry more. out. Yeah, in in general, yeah, as as a general. Okay. Rule. You can't you can't keep 
you can't keep shoving the power to the traction motors just forever and ever and ever and ever with a DC traction motor. You, you just can't do it. It'll 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 fry it up. Uh, but with AC, right, right. you can't. With AC traction, you can't. Right. So, so anyway, um, I got to ask you. I got to ask you a funny question. So last night you participated in the. Um, Great locomotive race trivia game, and you noted that there was a lot more steam-related questions than there was diesel. Do, do you have any affection for steam, or have you been a diesel guy most of your time? I've been a diesel guy all my life because uh, uh, I, even though born in '61, I probably saw maybe a few steam engines in my life that I don't remember. Uh, but right. I grew up with I grew up with diesel, and it's, it's just you know everybody everybody eats their own. Uh, I don't begrudge people for right. All right. So I got for, I got to ask you this question. I actually am not involved. I don't I don't have a preference, but I hear it a lot in the diesel world. Uh, is it GE or EMD? Which one do you like? Is that well, the right I've question? I've always been a GE guy. I've always been a GE guy. GE. Uh, okay. Yeah. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, well, a, funny, a funny thing. I'll keep this as short as possible. Back in back in my prime, back in the '70s and '80s, when I was shooting roster shots back then, I couldn't stand the MDs, SD40-2s, and Jeeps. I couldn't stand them. I mean, they physically would make me sick. So so many of them right. are just all over. The, they were like fleas. Now, you put a three-unit set SD40-2s somewhere, and I will, I will spend the money and the and the gas and the hotel, and I'll chase them down. And, um, that just that just goes to you know shoot everything while you can because one, one day it's not going to be there. And for me, for me, That's right. I've passed up probably a thousand thousand SD40-2s just because I didn't like them, and now they're not there. So, yeah. Oh gosh. The, the only way I can relate to that is, 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 is the only way I can relate to that is I'm a steam fan, if, if it's not obvious. And um, I took the 819 cotton belt trips for granted when they were running around in the late 80s and early 90s. And and I kept saying, you know, I got to work. I got to work. I, I don't want to make this special effort. Uh, these things run every twice a year. I'll catch it. And then, boom, it don't run no more, and it ain't going to run no more, you know. And so I know how you feel when you get it while you can, even if you think it's uh, it's going to be around forever, because at a moment's notice, it won't, you know. Yep. Kind of like the yep. NS Steam program when it went away in the uh, 90s. It came back, but it's Back with me and Jim uh, shot everything everywhere. I would, I would get so sick of this stuff, and he would, he would physically – jab me in the shoulder and go, you know what? You better shoot that stuff. It's not going to be here one day. And I just look at him. I just look at him and go, you're nuts. You know, <laughs> and, you know, who's, who's the nut now? You know? uh, right, 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 right. So, so you, you're obviously cleaning out your, uh, your, your coffers with us in these slide programs. What else do you do with your photos? You just like collecting them, or are you, are you doing something with them? Are they are they on display someplace, or are they being cataloged, or, or what's the future of your collection? 
Yeah, they're on display up in my attic. Um, and in the, they're in display in the boxes. I haven't, I haven't cataloged any of my slides, uh, but I'm going to be doing that this year. Um, but, uh, yeah, I like to collect engine shots to trade with other roster shooters. Um, sure. But I'm, I'm letting loose of a lot of them because they Huh? Yes, you're letting loose, you're letting loose of a lot of them. Yeah. No, you're yeah, fine. I'm you're loose fine. So I'm letting loose of I'm letting loose of a lot of them because they didn't really cost me anything to make. And so, if y'all want to, y'all want to buy them, y'all can buy them. You know? Okay. Hey. Going back to your sons, uh, have either one of them picked up the the rail bug, or they just like they just like hanging out with you at these events, or do you think one of them is going to move on with it, their own pursuit for uh, photography or, or rail fanning? Uh, well, my oldest son, he is uh, he's shooting for a career in the FBI or CIA, believe it or not. Uh, cool, that's cool. He's, he's going to go. He's going to go that route, but. He's turned into a kind of a car guy. Uh, I bought him a I bought him a, a 2005 Mustang, um, and he's fixing it up and. Uh, Great. Yeah, it's still mechanical combustion. It, it it's transportation. Yeah. It moves. <laughs> All right, Randy, anything else you want to share with our listening audience? No, just um, – Go ahead. No, I just I've, – I've been coming here to this, and I've always heard that you had a, a, a call-in show, and uh, just, I've always wondered about that, and so here I am. Well, uh, Mary, thank you for calling in, and you're one of uh, two call-in people. I appreciate it very much to help with the variety and – if we do this again next year, I'd like for you to call in again next year, too. Okay. So, Barry, I got a question for you. Do you know what time it is? It's time to shoot some locomotives. No, it's time to watch some trains. There you go. That's right. Time to watch some trains. Thank you, Barry. We appreciate you having it on the Let's Talk Train Show. I'll see you. I'll see you around the depot here in a little bit. I'll come in there in a little bit. I'll see if you All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. So that was uh, Barry, a roster shooter. I love I love when, uh, when the rail fans can identify their specialty, and that's his specialty. Yes, Matthew, well, you got a report for us? Let them know you're here still. All right. We're still here. We still got a live feed. If you wanna if you wanna join us here live at twenty four hours second all even after the show ends, you can go to our Facebook page at Facebook dot com forward slash let's uh not let's talk trains. You can go to that one too if you like. Um twenty four hours at Saginaw. Just put in the search box twenty four hours at Saginaw and uh scroll down the uh timeline, not too far, and you'll see our live live feed uh button. Click on it, and then you can join us. And right now you'll see Chris Gensler in the back, Matthew on the right, and me on the left. Hey. Hey, Chris. There's Chris. And uh, we're live here at 24 Hours Saginaw. So I still got 38 minutes left, 
If you happen to be listening to the show today, feel free to call in. The number is actually 646-668-8094. All right. So I'm going to go walk outside and find out what the train count is. Okay? Let's find out what that is. Yeah. All right. So, hey, guys, we're going to go out and see what the train count is. All right. Let's say there, Mr. Gibbs. Doing good? Doing good. All right. Hey, guys. We're still live at Let's Talk Trains. Does anybody know the train count? Nope. That's Tom. Hey, this is Sam. What's your name? Uh, Matt. Matt, where are you from, Matt? He's Houston. Welcome to Twitter. What's your name? Garrett. Garrett, where are you from? Uh, Fort Worth, Texas. Fort Worth, Texas. All right, Houston, Fort Worth, and same year from where? Bedford. Bedford. Yeah. All here watching trains at 25 seconds. I'll thank you guys. Thanks for being here. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Don't mean to cough in your, your mic. So listen, I'm outside now. I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go find out where our official train counter is and get a train count. <clears throat> Ooh, lunch is here. I'll be back. Okay, we're going to go uh, get a train count, official train count here. 24 hours second. <clears throat> Golly, I'm sorry I'm coughing. I apologize. So, um, let's talk trains. I don't know when our next show will be. I don't know if there will be a show, <clears throat> but if there is, uh, stay tuned or check for the email manifest or <clears throat> I really don't know how to tell you if there will be the next show, but you can just kind of ask around. Hey, guys, y'all having fun here at 24 hours second off? All right, you know, we're, we're we're live on Let's Talk Trains. Why don't you tell me what your name is, where are you from? I'm Joe Biedenbender from Saginaw. Saginaw? No, I'm sorry, Springtown. 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 I'm in You're in Saginaw, Springtown. You wouldn't have to know a Jimmy Johns, would you? I've heard the name before. Jimmy's from Springtown. I've heard the name a few times. <clears throat> Jimmy works for me down at uh, the Ridgemont Mall driving the uh, Choo Choo Express trackless train. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, anyway, glad glad you're here. What's your name? Where are you from? Haley Beatenbender, Springtown. Oh, you're also Springtown? Are you from? I'm from Springtown. Oh, there's a Springtown crew here at Saginaw. Oh, well, very good. Well, he, he helped us spot a locomotive earlier. He gave us all the information behind it. Good. I'm glad you all here. Oh, here's Josh. Josh, we're live on Let's Talk Trains. How, how's your time here being at uh, 24 hours second off? Great. Great? You like yes. it? Yes. Are you getting some good photos, or what? what's your what's your specialty here today? Um, I'm trying to get, like, a lot of great trains or something like that. Okay. All right. Any any recommendations you want to tell our audience about being at 24 hours second off? I'm okay, thank you. Okay, good. All right, Josh. Good to see you. All right. Let's see. We're going to try to find the official train counter here. So I'll try to let you know what's going on. I'm outside now, out on the grass part next to the depot. Our our, our lot is full and uh, of cars, and people have been uh, counting. Hey, look, I'm on the radio. I want to talk to you here in a few minutes. Don't okay. Don't run off. I got something for you. Okay. All right. Are you having fun at Saginaw? Yeah. All right. We're glad you're here. I see you got some good shade here. Yeah. All right. People got uh, 10 by 10 pop-up tents last night. We had 
several people that popped actual camping tents, and they camped out overnight here on the uh, on the grounds. Josh, you get around. I just saw you over there. I just saw you over there. Okay. All right. There's our train counter. Let's find out what's going on. Hey, Tom. We're still live on Let's Talk Trains. Can you give us the official train count? 46. 46. That is fantastic. That's, we're already hitting. We're already hitting records. And it's uh, not even well, two o'clock. I don't yet. know about records, but uh, uh, we've got a we've got a good shot at well over fifty, obviously. So wow! Do a hundred, you know? Hold us. They're passing out the shirts now. The shirts, the shirts are here. Yeah. Oh. Nope, nope. I didn't. I know they did down here. No, no. I, I, I have, I have mine. I have to I have to pay you for two. Oh, okay then. Okay. I gotta pay you for two. Okay. So uh, the T-shirt man is passing out the T-shirts. If you ordered our uh, official T-shirt online, uh, they were being delivered at the event today. So that's the T-shirt guy. Did you want a T-shirt? No, that wasn't him. Okay. Okay. That was thirty-eight. How many? Forty-two. Forty-eight. How many? Forty-six. Forty-six. I can't get it right. Thank you, Tom. I'll be back. Right. 46 trains we have so far. That's actually a record because uh, in the past we've sometimes 46 is the total we got. So we still got another five hours to go here, 24 hours second. Oh, man, we might, we might beat the record. That would be fantastic if we could. Yes. Are you all leaving? Oh, so you're going to skip on the Claiborne program? Yeah, okay. All right, we'll do a filler. I'll do it next year. All right, so, so tell, tell our audience what we're going to miss. We're still on Let's Talk Train. All right. Well, the Claiborne Polk started in uh, 41. It was gone by 46. It trained over at Camp Claiborne. It trained military railway services. And these soldiers, the first ones that built the unit, were the first ones that hit boots on ground and, and uh Italy and North Africa, and they moved all the way up. So these guys started out building a railroad and moved all the way up. And the cool thing about those railroads is that each one of them were affiliated with a railroad, meaning the Katy had a group, the KCS had a group, the UP, the Canadian Pacific, well, the Canadian Pacific didn't, but everybody had a group, and they had reserve units. And they went, they trained in civilian life, and then they were mobilized, and then they were sent to war, and they operated just like they were back on their home roads. Is this is this Army Corps? Yeah, Military okay. Railway Service, the Army. So uh, so for World War One or World War Two? World War Two. World War Two. If you wanted to be in the, the the Army and work for the railroad, you would go to Camp Camp Claiborne and Polk. Is that what it's called? Just Claiborne. Camp Claiborne, and then train in military railroad affairs. Yes. Well, most of them were already trained because they came from railroads. Okay. They would fill in with guys who had no experience, so lots of experience. And so, so when they went over overseas to the to the front lines, the railroads there or repair the railroads that got destroyed they there. Do, they would repair. They would operate. They made. They kept the. They kept the rails open and running so that our soldiers 
forward. And a lot of times, uh, the story, one of the story is, is that one of the guys, there was an engine in the Battle of El Alamein that was left uh, with its uh, firebox going, and they they banked the firebox, and they they blew up both ends of the tunnel, and left the engine in the in the in the tunnel. Is it still there? I uh, know they got it. They came back after the Battle of El Alamein and recovered them, and and it went back to work. Okay. That's that's a legend. That's just a legend. Yeah. And, those, and that's what stories are made of. That's legend. Yes, and it's all railroaders. Listen, it was a pleasure having you here. Please come back next year for us, and, and we want to hear more about Camp Claiborne, and it looks like he wants to come back already. He has. Okay. Well, I like it when, when you bring the half-two guys, too. Uh, where is Mr. Wesco? I guess he took off. Okay. Well, tell him thank you very much, and we'll see you all next time. Thanks, okay. Jeff. We appreciate it. All right. Appreciate you. All right. Bye. Take care. All right. That's some fine folks from Minden, Louisiana. Came here all the way to. Second off, Texas. They're getting ready to head back to Louisiana. They've gotten their fill of trains. <laughs> All right, we're heading on in. All right, I'm almost done with my show. I'll be right back out. Y'all having a good time? You got your shirt finally, huh? Yeah. Finally passing them out. All right. All right. <laughs> We're going to go in and see how much time we have left on the show. It's not too late to call in. I forget the number. I'll have to tell you here in a few minutes. Right, are people getting their shirts? Not all of them. I've still got right. only passed down like two or three. Right, you know, if you want to leave them with Bob, Bob will be glad to uh, hold them and pass them out. Okay, as, yeah. The, that's where everybody's been going to ask for. Them. Oh, okay. Yeah. So So which one's Bob? Bob uh, is right there at the table, the guy at the table. Bob Kennedy. Hey, Willie. How you doing? Glad to see you. Glad to see you. How you say your last name? Melinda. 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 I thought that was right. All right. Did you want to show a program at some point? Yeah. I'll show. I'll show. Okay. okay. Willie Melendez, another YouTuber, has over 200 subscribers. Um, Willie Melendez Productions. If y'all want to go check him out on YouTube and see his train videos, he's going to put on a program a little later today. Hey, guys, I think we're almost through with our show. We'll move on to our next program. Let's see what we got here. Uh, well, he just got here. We'll, uh, uh, yeah, our, 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 uh, our, uh, our next program, our 2 o'clock is actually leaving. And, uh, our 2 o'clock is leaving, so we're, we'll, we'll have, we'll probably let him show at 2 o'clock. Okay. Uh, we still got 27 minutes. All right. I'm probably going to kill this show early. Okay. We'll do that. Okay, everybody. We're going to call into our, our, uh, our program today. Thanks for joining us at Let's Talk Trains. Thanks for joining us at 13th Annual, 21st Saginaw, 2018 in Saginaw, Texas. Uh, if you're in the area, feel free to come by. We still got five hours of train watching to do. We have, we have a record of 46 trains that have been spotted which in the past, that has been the total. Let me give you the history of our train count. Our very first year, we did 75 trains. We haven't beat that yet. The following year, we did 58, then 48, then 58, then 59. In 2010, we did 49. 2011, we did 47. 2012, 46, then 51. Then 2014, 48. 
And then our low, low, low count was 33 in 2016. But then we shot back up to 67 trains last year. So uh, 46 at uh, barely 130 is fantastic. We might break a record. Shoot, might get 100 trains. You never know. All right, so uh, we're saying goodbye to Let's Talk Trains. We're still on the live feed. Go to Facebook page. Click on the live feed. We'll talk on it. He'll have the, the trains showing as they go by soon. Uh, thanks for joining us. See you next year. Goodbye. This is where the music's supposed to start. Dun, 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 d